T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, this is uh, the ending of my uh, broadcast week uh, because I'm off on uh, tomorrow. Got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we did get a little snow yesterday. I guess we're supposed to get a little snow today. And uh, meanwhile, I am going to get the best super duper mask anybody has ever seen uh, because now the governor, Andrew Cuomo, in case you forgot his name, has said that if you're going to be in a, a group of people or be near people at all, uh, then you have to be wearing a mask. There's no, uh, there's no penalty to start with, but I'm sure that there will be after we get going. Now, I don't have a mask, uh, a lot, but I do have, I do have a fiancé who has a particular set of skills, and one of those skills is sewing. At one time, she was a, a young girl. She used to sew some of her own clothes even. So, uh, so she's going to make me a mask. And get this, uh, Tony and Beamer. It's going, the mask is going to have a pocket in it so that I can, like, put a sandwich in there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, it will have a pocket in there, not for a sandwich. I was, I was hoping for, uh, you know, a, a tater tot, a couple of tater tots. Give me that walrus look. Uh, but there will be a sandwich in it, and the material is going to be, I have, and I have had for years, a Hawaiian shirt that is brilliant in colors. I mean, it's dazzling. You practically have to put goggles on to look at it, and that's what my mask is going to be made of, and I hope she makes one for herself out of the same material, because I always like to make fun of people, uh, men and women, who dress the same. So I think it would be really cool, and then, this is a surprise, I didn't tell her I was going to ask for this, it's a surprise on the air. I want her to also, if there's enough material left over after the mask... I want uh, I want her to make a Hawaiian <laughs> uh, Borat bikini. Oh Borat. no! <laughs> oh yeah, That's, and I want to wear it at the same time as I wear the mask. I'm scarred. You, you, you uh, slip into the mask, 
and then you slip into the bikini because then uh, really because then people will go look at that guy in the oh my god you know i i think i get that kind of reaction oh you would I, I think it would play. I think I'm going to need counseling after today's show. Meanwhile, Buzzy, I saw online yesterday your high school graduation picture. What were you, 10 years old? Did you graduate <laughs> ahead of your class? That's right. I, I was very intelligent. See, I've been fooling you guys for the last four years. I was very intelligent. You know who uh, you look like in that picture? Opie. <laughs> You look like Opie, and I could be Anthony, actually. Yes. Uh, that, uh, that's, that's it, Opie. Uh, it's, you're very young you know, looking in that picture. You know, it's funny. Uh, Opie and Anthony, that was my favorite, my second favorite radio show growing up. Obviously, this has always been my favorite radio show. But my second favorite sh- radio show growing up was always O&A. Oh, well, uh, good. I'm, I'm glad. And I was thinking, too, of Andy Griffith, uh, who was the father of Opie and the TV show. I could be Andy. Oh, okay. So no. you could be Opie, I could be Andy, and uh, uh, and Bernadette could be Aunt B. Uh, she has a, a pie cooling on the uh, windowsill <laughs> right now. <laughs> Who do we have for the town drunk? That's Otis. me. <laughs> Tony. I'm Otis. <laughs> you want to be the town drunk? Yeah. Well, was it and, Otis? Uh, I thought Otis was the town drunk. Yeah, okay, that's why. I was Yeah, I Otis right. was the town drunk. And then uh, what else do we need? Oh, uh, of course... We need uh, <laughs> uh, we need Andy's trusty assistant, who is actually allowed to carry a gun. And I'm thinking, um, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, who would we, huh? Yeah, who would uh, we have playing Barney? I'm thinking any of the management team at Entercom. Uh, that would be uh, that would be good. <laughs> Every once in a while, they let us play with their bullets, uh, which is what uh, what Barney used to do. So we uh, we do have a lot to uh, go over today, and it is a Friday, and some things are interesting. Hopefully, or we won't get any calls. Actually, it's a Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh, it is. It is Thursday. <laughs> your Friday. It, it is my Friday. Wait, it's my Friday too. It's your this Friday week. too, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's my Friday. Oh, uh, anybody need a government job? Just fill in for me on this show because Caputo, after filling in for me many times, has uh, has gotten a government job. Did you see? Did you guys see that? Yeah, I'm just hearing about it this morning. That's cool. Yeah, good for Michael. He's going to be communications uh, for uh, deputy communications uh, director for some aspect of the government. Uh, so I think uh, he can handle that. Good for him. We'll have a uh, contact in Washington. So we'll yeah, have a go-to. Uh, and we call and say, Sandy, sick, can you come in? Yeah, get on the jet and jet in. <laughs> now that we have these uh, the equipment where we can do the show from almost any place, uh, th- that might be possible, maybe as a guest. Did you see uh, uh, Uncle Newt uh, was on with uh, Susan and Mass today? That's right. I didn't know that uh, he's... Uh, sequestered in Italy. I didn't know his wife uh, was the ambassador to the Vatican. I didn't know that either. Yeah, she is, Callista. That's cool. And, you know, the Vatican is a country, and so she is the um, U.S. ambassador to the country of the Vatican. How about that? Neat. That's, uh, you don't get Sundays off, though. That's the only problem. <laughs> uh, now, what do we have here? First of all, uh, wear the mask. The first question I have is Governor Cuomo has... Signed an executive order starting tonight, I think it's like 6 o'clock tonight, something like that, that if you're going outside and you're going to have contact with people, 
then you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. You will wear a mask no matter what. So I'm going to ask you, are you going to wear a mask under those circumstances? I am. I haven't gone out much uh, to be exposed to anything because I. Ha- you, you see the list of uh, at-risk things? Check them all off for me, every single one of them. In fact, when I do finally go, some newscaster is going to go, look, he had every single thing. He would add new ones that we don't even know about. Uh, but, yeah, so I am going to wear the mask, and I hope you do too, uh, because uh, the safer the better, and I, I think it's still reasonable to ask that. If you're not, I want to know uh, why, if you're willing to share that with me. Maybe you just don't believe in it. Uh, maybe you're going to stay away and not allow anybody within six feet of you, which is a good policy even when you're not sick, <laughs> actually uh, keeping people six feet away. So I'm asking the first question, are you going to wear the mask? The second one is this, uh, the supermarket employees. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the supermarket employees because they're our lifeline. Uh, Think about it. Uh, Do you realize that, um, let's see, 34 supermarket employees have succumbed, have died? It's true. It is not an easy job, and it uh, doesn't uh, pay a lot of money. There's not a lot of thank yous, but there should be a lot of thank yous. And what they want, the United Food and Commercial Workers and some of the chains like Kroger want is they would like their employees to have some kind of a priority in the safety gear. Certainly not more than firemen and policemen and medics and first responders like that, but ahead of the general public. And I totally support that. I really would. Uh, uh, For safety gear, you're talking about uh, gloves for sure, masks for sure, maybe uh, depending on the job, I guess, maybe even um, uh, some kind of outer gear. But any of the safety gear uh, that uh, people use, they would like them to uh, be ahead of the general public and have a priority. And I have no problem with that at all, Um, especially since uh, 34 people have died trying to serve us. It's, as I said, it's not, not glamorous. They don't get a uniform that uh, stands out in a parade, but they're doing really good work. And so the second question is, should they get the priority, and um, should or do you think they shouldn't? And uh, I'll be happy to take your calls on that. Uh, the next one is Dr. Fauci, okay? He may be a brilliant doctor, But let me tell you something. I don't think he's an idea man. (laughs) He may know all about uh, where these things go and what happens when you get them and all that other stuff. But when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you why I don't think he's a great idea man. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Now, I said before the break that Dr. Fauci may be brilliant uh, in uh, in his field. He may be the leading person in his field, but... Not a great idea, man, because here's an idea of how we could do baseball. Uh, I don't know. He must have been asked about this at a press conference. Uh, (laughs) How can we do baseball? And here was his suggestion. And, guys, I want you to listen closely and uh, see if you agree with it because you guys both know baseball, all right? Dr. Fauci says nobody comes to the stadium. Put the players in big hotels wherever you want to play. 
keep them very well surveilled, but have them tested every week. He made, oh, here's where he made the comments of Snapchat's uh, Peter Hamby. If crowds can resume, uh, why not most normal day-to-day operations where there aren't large crowds? Is there a pragmatic way to reopen life? Well, first of all, bringing them to a large hotel, keeping them surveilled, and uh, nobody at the stadium, uh, I don't know. It's just uh, uh, nobody at the stadium, is uh, to me, is a big uh, because half of the joy of sports is hearing the crowd roar. Do you guys think that Dr. Fauci's idea has any legs at all? I think, unfortunately, it does in the fact that if we want to see any kind of sports, that this may be the only way to get it. Uh, Sports is definitely a diversion, a a distraction from everyday life, and people need that. Uh, People, you know, is it necessary? No. Uh, Would we like it? Yes. So if we could watch a game on television uh, minus the crowd, I think we can endure it. It won't be the same, that's for sure. I'm going to come up after I talk to uh, Buzzy with a brilliant idea for baseball. And it could be used on almost any sport, okay? Uh, Buzzy, do you think Dr. Fauci's idea is a good one? Well, it sounds like he was his idea is very similar to what Major League Baseball proposed last week, that they would all be in one state. Uh, play at the spring training facilities with no fans, have the players sitting six feet apart in the stands um, to bring the season back. Uh, so, yeah, it's if you would have said a year ago, Sandy, hey, Joe, uh, what about a game with no fans? I would have said, that sounds crazy. I don't, I don't want to watch that. Uh, but with the circumstances we're in, uh, the PGA is coming back in June with no fans. So, you know what? I'll take it over nothing. Okay, now, now you're going to find out why I'm in the Halls of Fame, okay? Because I am a brilliant idea man. And uh, listen to this, and, and you're, go- you're going to be allowed to, to rate my idea, and I think you're going to love it, all right? If you get Major League Baseball, or you get the National Football League, or you get the National Hockey League, or you get the NBA... And you play it without uh, without crowds. Um, I, I think it would be dull and flat. But what do you say? We go back in time. Why don't you play the games with recorded crowd noise? Now, as long as it's announced at the beginning, the crowd noise is artificial, and you can turn it on or off if you want to. I think who would who would know the difference? Who would care? Because that's what they used to do. In fact, they used to do sound effects. Uh, they would have a, a sound of a bat hitting a ball uh, when uh, uh, in the original days of uh, recording uh, uh, baseball, of, of uh, having baseball as something to listen to. So I think recorded sound effects to match up the play on the field, especially now with digital everything, you could have a, a different sound for you know, hitting a ball, uh, uh, doing all kinds of things. What do you think, guys? you think that's possible? I think it's possible. In fact, I like it, but I'd take it one step further. I would mix up the crowd noises. I would take the crowd from a soccer game, put it into an NFL game, so you hear the crowd chanting, ole, 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 ole. I think that would be neat. 
Wait a minute now. You're you're using my material just, on my show. On that. It was brilliant. And it wasn't a soccer. It was a bullfight. Yes, that's right. You did that for Virginia Tech. Yeah. The, my first radio job, WRAD in Radford, Virginia. And uh, we carried uh, Virginia Tech basketball. And uh, what we did is uh, if I had a live commercial during the break, when I was done with my commercial, I'd have the sound effects of a, uh, I'd actually have a, a, a live uh, crowd noise that they feed. So they would feed it, so you go right from my commercial to their feed of an actual crowd. If they got done early, then I would feed the sound effects of a, a crowd, but I didn't use a basketball crowd. I used a bullfight crowd. <laughs> and for, uh, for a year, you would hear, Olay! And people thought that, that was the, those were the students at Virginia Tech. They weren't. For a year, it was me. It was me doing that. And so that would work. And you could put goofy things in there. Uh, you know, like a, a crowd gathering around somebody who's going to be hanged for a, a vicious crime. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could have a lot of fun stuff with you it. You have a golf gallery, you know, at a, uh, let's say, an NHL game. And, you know, as soon as the ball's hit and they yell, it's in the hole! Yeah, I'll tell you that. What video were you watching? <laughs> they do it every time Tiger Woods uh, hits a oh, tee shot. Oh, Tiger Woods. Yeah. And th that was before the uh, t the actual Before play. the Cadillac. Yeah, before the play. Um, I bet if uh, if some network right now put together a, a video of actual play with artificial crowd noise inserted and played it before the owners of baseball – NBA, hockey, football, they'd have that tomorrow. The agreement would be tomorrow. I, it would be that good. In fact, you know, we could even do that ourselves and, and uh, show people how, how well it sounds uh, once we get our engineers back. Uh, they're busy with other technical things. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back with the Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach. Here are the questions today. Supermarket employees, uh, through uh, through a union and through several of the big uh, supermarket chains, thank you, hold on, let me just move this over, 
are asking for a priority in being able to uh, get safety gear, uh, masks, gloves, gowns, all those sort of things. Uh, not above uh, police, fire, uh, you know, first responders, things like that, but just above the general uh, public. And I totally agree with it. 34 of them have lost their lives. And, uh, you know, they're dealing with all kinds of different people. And they don't know who's coming in the door. And uh, they, they don't make a lot of money. And a, a secondary question is, should they be paid more? Yeah, I have no problem with that. I'd be willing to pay a little bit more for my groceries uh, for the fact that they're there, they're on the job, supermarket is open, and we appreciate their good work. That's the first one. Second one is the governor says, wear the mask. Starting tonight at dinner time, uh, if you're going outside and you're going to be around other people, uh, and you can't keep the six-foot distance uh, deal, uh, then you should wear the mask. And I have no problem with it. I'm wondering if you are. Now, uh, Bernie is going to make us Hawaiian masks, and I will show you mine on Monday when we sign on the broadcast. And if she's not shy, we'll have her and me in a selfie wearing Hawaiian masks. She refuses to, uh, to make me a Borat bikini, uh, but uh, she says that she would put a, a filter in the mask. And I said, well, you could use that in the bikini, too, and it would be very helpful. <laughs> but she's not going to do that. Uh, but on Monday, we'll, uh, we'll post something. And also, social distance versus the economy. Uh, essentially, you're saying if you want to get rid of social distance, what you're saying is certain amount of people will die because they won't, uh, they won't be using common sense. But too bad. I think the economy is more important. Now, I think on, on most of the surveys I've seen, uh, almost 80% of the people who are surveyed uh, would, would keep the social distance, hold off in the economy, because uh, you're talking about human life here. Let's go to line one, and Pete is there in Amherst. Pete, you're on WBEN. Oh, Pete is gone. Okay, he, uh, it says he was going to talk about minor leagues. Uh, maybe, you know, as I said earlier, uh, when radio was a big deal in broadcasting uh, baseball, and it's a, it's a great radio sport because you can do other things with a game on in the background. You can mow the lawn, you can read a book, you can do a lot of things, and it doesn't bother you. There it is in the background right there. Olay. That's that. That's the sound effect I use with them saying Olay. Yep, even with the cowbell, with the bull bell on there. Isn't that cool? I love uh, but, it. Yeah, you can do other things. And listen, baseball is ideal for radio. It really is. It's, it's a nice pace. It's quiet. And uh, so I want to know what you think of Dr. Fauci's idea of not having anybody at the stadium Make sure that the uh, team is sequestered in a safe hotel. Check them once a week and let the games go on. I don't like that at all. I like my idea of artificial crowd noise in the, uh, in the background. Now, do you, you guys uh, tell you what. Find a baseball cra- uh, crowd, and then either one of you, whoever uh, decides you'd like to try it, you can try a little play-by-play with, uh, with the sound effect, okay? Oh, this will be fun. Yeah, it will be. i got to have a little humor here every once in a while. And social distance versus the economy. I think there's no question in my mind that you have to maintain the social distance rather than give that up to try and kickstart the economy. 
Because without people, the economy won't matter, will it? I mean, uh, people have to have preference on that. Let's go to line three. Dan in West Seneca. Dan, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Hello, Dan. Uh, what's on your mind today? I'm going to start, first of all, by talking about the, the sport. Okay. Do uh, you remember Bill Mazar? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, do you remember? I grew up, uh, you know, loving the, the Bisons, a big fan. My brother and I would listen to the radio all the time. And there was a team, I believe they were called the Havana Sugar Kings. They played in the International League. And the revolution was taking place, with, I think that was towards the uh, late uh, 50s. And, and they got to the point where when they would uh, radio broadcast, you could hear guns going off in the stands. So uh, what uh, the radio station did at that time, it might have been WBEN at the time, they used the teletype. And Bill Mazur would sit in the uh, uh, station, uh, in his uh, station at the station, and you could hear the teletype going in the back when they'd say something like, "There's a hard hit ball going out to left field." And you'd have to wait five minutes to find out what happened. Well, that's what they used to do when they radio. Sometimes the the broadcast lines were not that. Uh, beneficial, and they would lose the crowd noise, and so that they would uh, fill it in there right at the station, uh, or if it was a rain delay, things like that. Uh, they they would they would help the broadcast. Let's put it that way, and I think they could blend it in now digitally, and nobody'd even know. As far as uh, I, I I just couldn't believe how important the people that work in drugstores and people that work in supermarkets, how important they are to us. And uh, they need to be protected, uh, very much so. And I don't know why people are fighting the whole idea of wearing masks. I think it's it's, it's vital that we do that. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because right now it is right uh, front and center. It'll be interesting if this thing is still going on in months or maybe even a year from now to see how people think, see if they've changed their ideas or not. Hey, thanks for the call. Really appreciate it, Dan. Let's go to um, well, let's go to the break first, and when we come back, we'll go to the Lone Star State. On News Radio 930, WBEN. It is uh, Beach & Company. Tony, uh, you had a uh, something you read to me, which I think would be of interest to the public uh, for today's subject. Yeah, a coaching buddy of mine who played for Beauchamp Beckler at the University of Michigan, posted this. He said, Wednesday, there was a conference call between the NCAA conference presidents and Vice President Mike Pence, urging them to start college football on time. Basically, the universities have said there will be no college football or any other activities until every university has kids back at school and in classes. I re regretfully believe there will be no college football in 2020, the presidents of the schools have all agreed they will not play any games in stadiums with no crowds. I think that's a good idea for a lot of reasons. One, a safety uh, reason would be the top reason. Secondly, remember, college football, uh, these guys are rough and tough and can really take, it on, take on a, a blocker or whatever, but they're still kids. Uh, they're either one, two, three, four, uh, or sometimes five, I guess. Uh, years out of high school, uh, and I assume that there'd be a lot of family pressure if there was a game uh, with an empty stadium not to play. And so rather than have that, because rather than face any liability, too, if they had the game, 
and uh, God forbid any of the uh, people associated with the game, whether they're officials or players or whatever, or coaches, uh, got, got the virus, they'd be held to pay. So I think that was a smart move, and let's hope they follow through on that. Let's go to uh, deep in the heart of Texas. It's Terry from Texas. You're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy, I just wanted to comment on, like, grocery store employees and whatnot uh, being designated as, like, you know, uh, priority for people. Yeah, priority, uh, n- not just above the general public, but go ahead. Now, I, I get that, and, and that's fine if they want to do that. But, you know, from my perspective, they're not the only people that are out every single day that are, are not forced to work in the general public, but that work in the general public. I mean, when I work in some of the stores that I work at on the refrigeration equipment, i.e. A, a case, a, a cooler, a freezer, uh, you know, to, to keep, obviously, food frozen or cold, um, you know, there's plenty of guys that come in, they're stocking the soda, or excuse me, when bring the New York out the pop, they're, they're stocking that. You got bread people, you got snack people, um, you got people that do the merchandising and kind of lay out the stores for these people. And all of us are exposed to the general public. Now, I'm not saying that, like, we're out here uh, bound by some duty or obligation or because we feel heroic. From me personally and from, again, my perspective in talking with a coworker yesterday, the only reason we're at work is because we're afforded the opportunity to do so. Whatever, for whatever reason, you know, we need to keep the food cold and all that stuff. Um, so that's considered, I hate the word essential, but that's the word that they use. You know, that's the only reason why we're at work. And I got a good feeling that 99.9% of the general public that's sitting at home right now would also come to work if afforded the opportunity. They're being forced to sit at home. So all of us that are out here working are working simply because we have bills and we have families to provide for, and we're lucky enough to not be told, hey, you got to go sit at the house and hopefully you'll get a hold of unemployment at some point. I think we take away from the fact that not everybody's at their house sitting at home scared of catching the coronavirus. They're forced. They're being forced to do so. So all I'm saying is I appreciate the grocery store workers and what they do. Obviously, I purchase groceries for me and mine. But they're not the only people that are out here that, you know, are getting coughed on, stepped on. Um, you know, people got a real easy uh, time putting on that mask. They sure can't tell what six feet is. And they don't know how to cover their mouth when they cough. And they definitely don't know how to stay out of your way when you're trying to work. I mean, so if we're going to spread that around, it should be spread around to everybody because, you know, kids at the grocery store checking out the groceries with plexiglass in front of them aren't the only people that are being exposed right now. Well, uh, okay, hold on just a second. Uh, first of all, I use the term employees. The story uses the term workers. So that would include all of the people that you laid out uh, who uh, stock the shelves and do the other things, not just the cashiers. Uh, and think of the worst-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is... Everybody that works at the supermarket decides we're not going to work anymore. What do they do? They can't just lay the groceries out on the sidewalk and, and it's first come, first serve. Think about, think about that prospect. Uh, so I, I think, and, and most of them uh, are working for barely a, a minimum wage or slightly above, uh, and they, they, uh, the, cum, the cumulative uh, numbers of people they deal with every day has got to be everybody that comes into the market has got to check out somewhere. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I'm thinking um, uh, maybe they deserve a little bit more. No, I get that, Sandy. I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of these people are independent contractors. They're not 
um, hired by specific grocery stores. They're come in, they're third-party vendors. And so what I'm saying is, is that, if, yeah, if the grocery stores are going to be able to give their employees things, then other, then other companies should be able to do the same thing. Because right now, if you try to get masks or any kind of gloves or anything, and, and it should be as it is, the priority goes to medical staff, and I'm completely cool with that. Oh, and it should stay that way. Nobody's suggesting there be a change in the priorities. Just in addition. Okay, Terry, uh, have a great weekend. I'm off tomorrow. We'll uh, probably talk to you on Monday. Thanks for calling, babe. Appreciate it. All right, Mr. Beamer, we got a ton, a ton yes. of, uh, of Facebook stuff. What do you have? All right, the first question is, should grocery store workers have priority access to protective gear? And Ken says yes. They get paid near minimum wage, making money for the rich store owners. Reasonable precautions should be taken for them and all essential employees. Yeah, you know, if you really think about it, there are laws on the books well before uh, Corona. Uh, for safety of, of your workers, uh, you have to uh, provide, as an employer, a safe work environment. That, that's the number one thing, beyond anything else. And I think you could make a very reasonable case that without, uh, without protective gear, it's not a safe work environment. So, uh, yeah, I'm very much in favor of, um, of, of doing that. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 